The top five at five. Pro-choice advocates staged demonstrations outside the homes of U.S. Supreme Court justices over the weekend following the leak of that draft opinion showing the court is poised to overturn Roe v. Wade. Russia suffers the loss of yet another top military official as Russia's president leads today's Victory Day ceremonies in Moscow, marking victory over Hitler in World War II. Top U.S. Senator tells the Cats Roundtable here on 77 WABC that the failure of the Homeland Security Secretary to secure the U.S.-Mexico border is letting some of the absolute worst and most evil criminals into the United States. New York's Governor Kathy Hochul is in quarantine after testing positive for COVID-19. A move is afoot by a group of Big Apple Democrats to get the late Mayor Ed Koch's name erased from the Queensboro Bridge for what they claim was his slow handling of the AIDS crisis. Pro-choice advocates there protesting outside the homes of U.S. Supreme Court justices over the weekend. The demonstrators marched outside the homes of conservative justices Brett Kavanaugh and John Roberts. It follows the leak of a draft opinion from the high court revealing the court favors overturning Roe v. Wade, which legalized abortion in 1973. Outside Robert's home, the group chanted, the whole world is watching. We will not go back. My body, my choice. This protester, Emily Ewers, said the demonstrators were justified in protesting outside of the justices' homes. Such a high-stakes situation that if, you know, it's a little bit noisy in the neighborhood, um, you know, in comparison to what women in this country are facing, like, it's really... Not a big deal. Politico reported Justice Kavanaugh is among five justices to cast preliminary votes to overturn Roe v. Wade. It is unclear, though, how Chief Justice John Roberts plans to vote. He has called for an investigation into the leak, calling it an egregious breach of trust. Russian President Vladimir Putin suffered yet another casualty in Ukraine, that of his 39th colonel in the war in Ukraine. That head of today's Victory Day extravaganza in Moscow. Lieutenant Colonel Fazul Bichakev, 36, was a high-flying elite soldier who died on a secret intelligence mission near Kharkiv. Retired Colonel and ABC contributor Steve Ganyard gave his opinion on why Russia has lost so many generals and other top military in the war. So there have been an extraordinarily high number of Russian generals killed. That suggests several things. One, it suggests that the generals need to be at the front lines to ensure that their troops are conducting the battle plan in the way that they want. But that also suggests a lack of confidence in their troops if they need to be that far forward with that many senior folks. Russia has lost 12 generals in the war. The annual Victory Day in Moscow celebrates the Soviet Union's victory over Nazi Germany in World War II. However, it has taken on an addict significance this year due to the Ukraine war. U.S. intelligence is said to be feeding Ukraine's military information, leading to the death of Russian commanders. Well, U.S. Senator Ron Johnson tore into Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over the immigration policies. The senator blasting Mayorkas for abetting some of the most evil people on the planet by failing to secure the U.S. border. 
Here's Senator Johnson with 77 WABC owner and operator John Katzmatidis on the Katz Roundtable. He certainly would not admit that the actions his administration has taken, you know, the, you know, ending the return to Mexico policy, blowing up the agreements uh, with Central American countries and Mexico, the, you know, not completing the wall, completely oblivious, would not admit that those actions are exactly what sparked this crisis. Johnson said the Biden White House and the administration of former President Obama have been a disaster for Americans. Well, New York's governor has COVID-19. Kathy Hochul is the latest lawmaker sent into isolation after testing positive for COVID. Governor Hochul announced her positive COVID test on Twitter, adding it's a reminder to get boosted and tested. Enough time has lapsed. If you were hesitant in the early months, enough time has lapsed. It has been amazingly successful in saving lives. It works, and we want everyone to know we value their lives. We want them to uh, be healthy and not end up in a hospital or worse. So please, please, please get your vaccination. A day earlier, Governor Hochul visited the Atlanta State Historic Site outside of Hudson, New York, to thank park volunteers. She is believed to be the 18th governor in the U.S. to test positive for covid the governors of New Jersey and Connecticut had also tested positive for COVID and since recovered. Oh, a mob of Big Apple Democrats are clamoring to have the name of the late New York City Mayor Ed Koch removed from the Queensboro Bridge. Critics say Koch did not move fast enough to address the AIDS crisis during the 1980s or tackle spiraling crime. The push to remove Koch's name from the Queensboro Bridge comes from the Jim Oles LGBT Democratic Club, whose boss, Alan Roscoff. And here is Roscoff on New York One back in 2013. Can you imagine when people came to the city rights, um, to the gay rights hearings, and they said we were perverts and deviants and we should be shot and we should be killed? Can you imagine the national ramifications if Ed Koch said, and Carol Bellamy for that, for that matter, who is mm-hmm. council president, had they both says, hey, you're talking about me. Among those demanding Koch's name be removed from the Queensboro Bridges, Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney, she lobbied fiercely to add Koch's name to the bridge back in 2011. Koch, of course, mayor from 1978 to 1989. He died in 2013. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.